up what is up people good evening how are you doing this is frances and you are listening to cushion talks on the zoe radio how are you guys doing how is your day going my day is going amazing thank god thank god i'm having so much fun and i'm super excited about the conversation we're about to have i'm very certain that's going to be so amazing so today guys we're going to be talking about the joy of salvation man this topic is amazing just going to be glorious and yeah guys i have good news i have someone very special with me here today she's going to be talking on the joy of salvation <laughs> you guys you guys you guys but before we go right in them i want us to just go on a quick music break and then when we're back i will introduce our guest and then we'll go straight into it right okay guys This is the Zoe Radio, where we reveal Christ in all that pertains to life and godliness. I woke up to the summer shining through Calling up my friends asking what's the move Feeling a little different, I'm on something new Today, today I ain't gonna let no clouds get in my way The only road I'm walking is the one I picked Catch me sitting in the sun, no top of shade Today, today Ooh. This is the day that the Lord has made and I ain't gonna let it slip away I'm gonna be joyful Yes I am, yes I am I'm gonna be joyful Today I'm gonna be joyful Ooh, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, gonna be joyful I got that feeling that you get when you get new kicks Bell ringing on the last day of singing, yeah High-fiving everybody, but we out of here Today, today So fast, life comes and goes Make it last, best slow your road They don't take it as a choice, but you gotta know that Today's the day This is the day that the Lord has made and I ain't gonna let it slip away, nah I'm gonna be joyful Gonna be, I'm gonna be joyful Today I'm gonna be joyful Yes I am, yes I am I'm gonna be joyful Today, today I got the joy down to my heart, down to my heart, down to my heart. I got the joy, joy down to my heart, down to my heart, down to my heart. I got the J O down to my heart, down to my heart, down to my heart. I got the joy, joy down to my heart. Today, today. Welcome back, welcome back, guys. Hey, that was joyful by Dante Boe. Amazing song. So much vibes, so much truth in the lyrics. Amazing, actually. So, guys, if you're just joining us, welcome back. Welcome. You're welcome again. This is Frances, and you're listening to Cushion Talks on Missouri Radio. So, before we went on the break, I said, Yeah, so before we went on the break, I said, um, We'll be talking about the joy of salvation. 
last week we spoke about joy we spoke extensively about joy actually and i had so much fun it was amazing we said that joy is an evidence of the indwelling of the spirit of god joy can only be founded on god or in god so joy is something that comes as a fruit joy is the fruit of the spirit it comes by virtue of the presence of god in your life so we also established that as christians we can only be joyful what no we are we're not just happy people we are joyful people so as christians our default mode should be joyful not sad not depressed not all of that because we have the spirit of god when we receive jesus christ holy spirit came as an engagement ring so to say so yeah, god sealed us with the holy spirit and as he came he brought in his fruit so joy is one of those things so it, we don't need to beg for joy joy is, is in it is inside of us so it's from inside out it just comes out like do you guys understand so that's what we spoke about joy so today we're not saying joy of salvation but before we go into what your salvation is i remember i said that we have an amazing very special very pretty she's <laughs> already feeling as tell you guys so. we have an amazing guest here with us so you guys ah, i wish i had that drum roll thing but i will still do it regardless i'm going to put my hands together for a very amazing special guest Dave Tyo Savi. Hi, Natalia. Good evening. How are you doing? Hi, Francis. I'm so excited to be here. Yay! I'm so excited to have you too. <laughs> Hi, oh my everybody. God. Are you guys? Are you looking so fine today? I uh-huh. wish you guys to be here. See you. Tell me. Okay, okay, okay. So we don't waste too much time. Let's go right into what we have for you guys today. So, Terry, we're saying, but we're talking about joy of salvation. The joy of salvation. Like I said, joy is is born by the indwelling of the spirit of god it's the spirit of god that gives us joy and said the bible says in the fullness of god there is joy. in presence of god rather there is fullness of joy she yeah. gets so as we carry god we carry joy Aye. it's something that it works hand in hand and together that's how we put for so she was saying the joy of salvation if we have established that joy came to us by virtue of the indwelling of the spirit of god then what is salvation and how does salvation relate to us Christians? Yeah, that's amazing. Because if we have the indwelling of the Spirit of God, and we say that it's that Spirit that births the joy, how then did we actually receive that the Spirit? spirit of God, and I think that is where the joy of salvation comes yes, in. Yes, so true. When we received the gospel, the message of the good news, the message of Jesus. Yes death burial and resurrection we received the life of christ which is also the spirit of god true so the spirit of god in us bears witness with our spirit and because we have the spirit of god in us because we have the spirit of god in us we have the ability to give and spread joy with ease so today as we begin to look at the joy of salvation we would see that our our the, or the, the reason why we have joy is because we heard the good news is because we heard the gospel true that's actually what gave us joy mm-hmm. so um let me just define salvation since we're looking at the joy of salvation let's establish what salvation actually means so 
Salvation simply means the free gift of God to all mankind. The free gift of God to all mankind. That's what salvation means. So we're going to be opening scriptures. Let's look at Romans 6.23. Romans 6.23. So Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. That's what Romans 6.23 says. And I really like this scripture because there was a time I was evangelizing and I was talking to somebody. She's a Christian. This woman is a believer, according to her. Mm-hmm. I was preaching to her about you know, Jesus. I did not know as from that point that she had given her life to Christ. I was just you know going about my father's business mm. and then she said something that really amazed me she said um this thing i'm preaching is blasphemy job what i'm preaching is not is not true my pastor said that's what she was saying my pastor said the wages of sin is death so what's the assurance that i will not still go to hell wow wow i'm like wow like where do i even start from where do i want to start explaining because you just said your pastor, so that means you you believe that you've been saved, right? You're supposed to be affirming with what I'm saying, mm-hmm. not so countering it. Not countering it. So I didn't just know where to start from, and the the only thing I could say to her at that point was, "Peace be unto you. You'll be fine." Because on one hand, I didn't want to argue with her. I didn't want to start. Mm, there's no point exchanging words. Yes. If you are a Muslim, I will try to prove a point, but it feels like it felt like the eyes of understanding was darkened. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the doctrine or the message that she had, and she wasn't even ready. Yes. To, she wasn't ready to be enlightened at all. She literally almost chased me out of her office. And then another thing that happened that made me realize, I felt like a lot of us or a lot of people that have received salvation received it in fear. So the message that they heard was the message of condemnation give your life to christ or you go to hell they didn't hear the message of god is love that's why he doesn't want you to go to hell so most of them received that message in fear and to me that like opened my eyes okay what if this woman is just serving god because she doesn't want to go to hell and that means she's going to walk in self-righteousness because she's intentionally going to start counting her sins since her pastor said the wages of sin is dead, she's going to try as much as possible not to sin. Because she feels like if she commits one sin, then she's going That's to hell. So That's so messed up. messed up. It's better to not even have the life of Christ at all than to practice self-righteousness. I think you are doing the right I thing. I think you are doing the right thing. So, you know, when we read that scripture, the wages of sin is dead, we, don't, we forget to see the part where it says, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. That's just Christ showing you this is hell, this is heaven. Choose the one you want. Jesus is saying the wages of sin is death, but there's an option. There's a greater advantage. Mm-hmm. I've shown you that this is the way to hell. I am also showing you that this is the way, the truth, and life. Mm-hmm. This is the gift of God, which is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So if we believe that the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, and we believe Christ Jesus, then we are saved. And our sins are no longer unto, or our sins are no longer ours. You know, Jesus Christ has now received that sin. Mm-hmm. 
you know, there's a scripture that says that he who knew no sin became sin for yes. us. Yes. So Jesus takes those sins and died for it already. It's, it's a past tense. It has already happened. So it's no longer so it's valid. Not like, yeah, it has already happened. Why are you counting? Why you are helping God counting that he has forgotten? Forgotten. It like, doesn't gosh. make any sense. And that was just like really upsetting to me. It's an amazing thing actually. Wow. Then there's another scripture that I really love. Ephesians 2, 8 to 9. Okay. Let's look at it. This will help us understand what salvation actually is. Salvation is the free gift of God to all mankind. But what is really that gift? Yeah. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. See that. Remember the scripture we previously read, that the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Jesus. So that means the eternal life is in Christ Jesus. And we, we read that it is a gift also. So the gift of God which is salvation, is Jesus Christ. That's why when we when we make the confession, we say, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Yes. So salvation came through the Savior, who is Jesus Christ, who is also the free gift of God to all mankind. That's what salvation means. Salvation is God giving us Jesus as a free gift. We didn't earn it. We didn't deserve it. But he gave it to us in his mercy and in his goodness and in his kindness. That's what it means to accept a gift. Every time you get a gift, it's not something you asked for. And even if you asked for it, you're not expecting the person to give you. If, if on my birthday I say I want so, 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 and so thing as a gift, I'm not expecting you to give me. I'm just making it known. I'm just saying it as a wish. So if you give me, it's a gift still, even though I requested for it. But this is even a greater gift because we did not request for it. The Bible says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So we didn't even know that we were sinners. We didn't know that what we were doing was wrong. We didn't know that there was hell or heaven. Christ came to show us the way. And that's the gift of salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That's so profound. Honestly. Like, ah. That's actually amazing. That's so amazing. If people can just understand that they don't have to work for God, they don't have to try to earn God's love. Yeah. They already have it. Absolutely. He already gave it to them even before they knew of Him. Look at that woman now. If she knows that God loves her and that God's love for her is not determined by how many sins or how long ago she has sinned, she will not be having that kind of mindset. Honestly. So now we've established that salvation is a free gift of God to all of mankind. We did not have to earn it. We did not have to. We did not have to, you know, just... Ah, wow, wow, wow. You guys, I, I really hope this thing, like, because most Christians nowadays, they just know that, oh, I've been saved. But they don't know, they don't really know, the, they don't have an in-depth understanding of what that salvation thing is. Salvation should best joy. Like when you're just sitting and you just you're like, ah, this God sent his only son to die for me when mm-hmm. I did not even know. You should leap and shout and agalio like fam. Actually. Hey, hey, so hey, amazing. hey. It's an amazing thing to know. Do you have something to add? Yeah, and you know, this free gift of God in, you know, is Jesus. And let's look at what he did for us. Because if we know that, okay, this is what Jesus did for us. That's what births joy. Imagine that a God... No, okay, let's just imagine that... Um, 
the king of Bariga looks at the whole of Bariga and says, Oh more, these people are about to go to hell. This this thing that these people are doing will lead them to destruction. Let me send my only son to come and die for the whole of Bariga. Did Jesus know all of us? It was God that knew all of us, right? God created Jesus out of himself to be the proprietor or proprietor for our sins. Forgive my English. <laughs> you get my point. <laughs> I do. So I do it was actually. like God looked at the earth and saw that we deserved Jesus, so that we needed Jesus, and He left His sovereignty, like He left. He left his, heaven. You get His throne. Like imagine everything. the king of Bariga strips himself of his kingship and his title and all decides to be a, to a be. normal person like decides to come in flesh man. to die on the cross for Honestly, I didn't think any man made example can actually capture that particular action and that's, that's the joy of salvation that's the selflessness of God Let's look at what let's look at what he actually did in 1 Corinthians 15, 3-4, because that's the message of the gospel. That's the message of salvation. 1 Corinthians 15, 3-4. Sorry guys, we're trying to open our Bibles, so I hope you have your Bibles with you though. You should. Alright, 15, 3-4. Yes. For I delivered unto you first of all all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Wow. Amazing. So we see in this scripture that Apostle Paul was telling the church at Corinth what he had already received. And remember, he spent time with Jesus. He walked with Jesus, so he knew these things he was saying were not just, you know, mere words. And we will see in that scripture that um, there was people, there were people that were witness with him. Mm-hmm. There were people that were there when it happened. That were witnesses. Mm-hmm. He died for our sins. He was buried. You don't know what that means. Like somebody, ah, like imagine that as I'm born into earth, I know that I'm coming to die for people. Like. I know that the life I'm about to live is going to lead to death. It's not my life. That's what Jesus knew. Do you get not even regard you? It's amazing. Jesus is so selfless. He was born and he knew that he was coming to die for people. It's not like he was coming to enjoy life. He knew that he was coming to endure life, to give us eternal life. He died for us. He was buried and he rose again on the third day. He didn't even just stop at you know rising again on the third day. Let's see what he did after he rose on the third day. Let's look at first. Okay, now let's look at Luke twenty four fifty. Let's look at Luke twenty four fifty. And he led them out as far as to Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. That's that's for 2450. Please read 51. Okay, and it came to pass while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. Okay, so we see here that he ascended into heaven. So after he resurrected, he ascended into heaven. Mm-hmm. So now we know that the 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 gospel is the be- the death, the burial, burial the resurrection, the ascension. Yeah. And, and the dissension, oh, that word, no. that word, <laughs> and the dissension 
of him. Yes. But, I mean, if he ascended into heaven, will he still come back as you know flesh? No. Because he came, he, he came as okay. So let's see what let's see what Jesus Christ descended as. First mm. Timothy three sixteen. Or no, sorry, um, John fourteen sixteen. John fourteen sixteen. Okay, so, and I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another Comforter, that He may abide with you forever. So this was when Jesus was ascending into heaven. You know, trying to comfort His disciples, His people, telling Him that He's not just going to go and leave them comfortless. He's going to send the Comforter. And the Comforter means Alos Paracletos. We've learned that from Pastor Dolakolawao. Mm -hmm. So let's read Ephesians 1, 13 to 14. Ephesians 1, 13 to 14. This is amazing. That God, God did not... Do you understand how selfless God is? He died. He, he was buried. He resurrected. And even when he was ascending after he had finished the assignment he didn't just say okay i've, I've done the finished talks it's time to leave <laughs> bye bro bye face he ascended as and still promised us i still sent something the holy someone spirit. something someone like is there. Oh, that's amazing wow. that's to show that he wasn't he wasn't a show off he didn't come to just show himself like okay i came to save all mankind i'm the savior he wanted to show us that he's not just a savior, he's also a friend. He's also going to be in us forever. He, he wanted us to be one with him. So let's read Ephesians 1, 13 to 14. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, until the redemption of the purchase possession unto the praise of his glory. Amazing. Ha! So, this is eternal life. This is the definition of eternal life. Like, eternal life is, is in the seal of promise. In the Holy... Is it's the full package of the Holy Spirit in us. That scripture says that the Holy Spirit in us is not just to even help us walk through life. The Holy Spirit in us is like, is like the receipt, the guarantee that we have eternal life and that we are going to spend eternal life with Jesus until the day of redemption. That means even when Jesus said that he will send us the Holy Spirit, after he sent us the Holy Spirit, he still is going to make sure that we are raptured. So there's still a second coming. And even in that second coming, because of the Holy Spirit in us, we'll be able to be raptured. That's the seal of promise that we are we are guaranteed redemption. We are guaranteed rapture. This, we are, this is the life that we've received. This is what we mean when we say the Zoe, the very life of God in us. So Jesus did Jesus did not just die for us. He was not just buried. He didn't just rise again. He didn't just rise to show off. He didn't just ascend into heaven and say, I finished, okay, I finished the work. He didn't just send us the Holy Spirit, the spirit of comfort. He didn't just give us the seal of promise. He gave us eternal life and then still promises us of the second coming of Jesus and that will be rapturing him. So, we're not even finishing eternal life on earth. 
Eternal life is not for this life that we are living on earth. Eternal life is for the life after this life that we are living. That's amazing. Eternal life is that is the guarantee that when Jesus comes again, we'll be rapturable. Because we have that seal of promise in us. That's such a selfless God. Like, he, gave, he spent himself. He spent all of himself. He gave everything. He has, there's nothing left that God has to give. Everything that he will ever give us. Everything that we'll ever need. He has given it to us. He gave the, he gave the end of his life. Every, till his last breath. Everything he gave to us. That's amazing. That's a selfless God. That's a selfless God. That's the life we have received. And that's what it means to have salvation. That's what makes us have joy. When, we, when I just think about it like, huh? Like, if I tell somebody to borrow me money, I'm expecting that I'm going to return it. But well, God did not borrow us his life. God did not borrow us his life. He gave it to us freely, expecting nothing. We didn't do anything to deserve this love. That's amazing. Wow. Yes. We need to go on a short music break right now. Like, we need to really but digest please, that. Stay, oh. stay tuned. When we come back, I'm going to. Because we need to go deeper into what the joy of salvation really is and what it entails. So do well, stay tuned. We'll be back soon. This is the Zoe Radio, where we reveal Christ in all that pertains to life and godliness. Thank you. 
Some things that she said that I wrote down here is salvation is we became saved when we believed the gospel of Christ. That's the gospel that is the good news. We became saved and believed in the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the moment that we the moment we received Jesus, the moment we said, Oh Christ, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. We receive the Holy Spirit of promise, which is God's seal over our lives. Now, this is what she said that really resonated with me. She said, we receive the Holy Spirit as God's seal over our lives. Now, the, the fact that the Holy Spirit is God's over our life is something that... Hey, God gave us the Holy Spirit to tell us that even that when He comes the second time, this is the engagement ring that shows that he's definitely going to finalize the marriage. I don't know if I was able to say it. Let me say it again. Let me, I, I, I don't think I said it properly. Now, when we started, I said, Holy Spirit is like the engagement ring that God gave to us when he, Jesus gave to us when he ascended. Now, we, we know that we are God's bride and God is our groom. When Jesus comes the second time, that's when we're going to finally go and be with him forever. That is the eternal, eternal life that we received. So now God gave us the Holy Spirit as proof of his undying love. That seal, I may not be with you here like flesh, but this is a part of me that I'm living with you. I will definitely come back for this part of me. Yes, and when I come back for this part of me, I'm taking you with me. So, so far you have this part of me that I've kept in this earth, I'll be on this earth. Trust me that you are coming with me. Uh, yeah. So that's like salvation. Now that's the salvation. Now that's the joy of salvation. The joy of salvation is one, you did nothing to earn eternal life. It was freely given to you. Glory! We see that in, I think, 1 Corinthians. I yes. think. You did nothing to earn it. God gave it to you. God, he just looked at you and was like, ah, I can't, I can't imagine being in this place without this person. I want you to be with me. I take. And when he even gave you, most of us did not even know. We didn't know him. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, most of us, we have always been Christians all our life. We are born into Christianity. All our lives we've been going to church. Some of us joined the, the choir when we were five years old. <laughs> we were leading hymns and psalms, the children's church. Like, but we never really grasped the knowledge of salvation and who we have received so now joy is when we received god we became sons of god the bible says to them that believe upon his name he gave them power to become sons of god 
remember i said before that one of the things that should make us rejoice about salvation is that it is a free gift that we did not have to earn now another thing that should make us rejoice when we hear that we are we are the saved ones is when we received jesus we were translated from men men to sons of god to gods we, be, we we received the nature of god we became as god here on earth so that is enough to make you jump is that, that all the power that god is wielding in heaven you have it and you can wield it hmm. the way god is saying let there be light you can say let there be light and like they're not born like well light will come Ayah. like that's that's amazing hmm. that's really amazing and i feel that this is a topic that many christians need to hear and listen to or, or know more about because we just know that oh i've received jesus christ i'm saved but most of us don't really know the pardon my english the intoto of this I hey god oh, ah, this is amazing when i was talking i remember something that my pastor used to say and now i forgot it i don't know but let's just keep going when if i remember now our our great guest is a fan of P-U-N-O, P-U-N, please. P-U-N. So I'm going to do this. I never do this. I never do this. But I'm going to do this. So the joy of salvation is joy cannot be gotten if you do not or if you have not accepted the first begotten. Hey! Kaya! <laughs> but guys no really that's just the truth you cannot have joy if you don't have the spirit of god remember that in last in last episode we said that unbelievers are happy people but they, they are not joyful people because joy is a fruit of the spirit it is you can as normal human beings you cannot bear joy but by the spirit of god at work in you that's when you can now burst joy. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Joy is, a, is the evidence that the Holy Spirit is inside of you. You know, we're sharing the word, our apostle sharing the word, word of God with us like a while ago, and then he said that joy is founded in God. The Holy Spirit cannot operate in a sad or a sorrowful atmosphere because he's, he's, he's somebody that is joyful he he, he he can only he can only operate in a place that is conducive for him so excuse me please when you walk in joy you are not just making you're not making things easier and better for you you are giving the holy spirit free reign to operate in you so joy of salvation in the most basic of terms is you okay i don't know i'm not feeling you in jesus name amen just a vision is just that you were where you were and god saw you and decided that he needed to have you hmm. even though he does not need you need you like this is the one i want but he's like oh I, i've been living my i've been living without this person you know that god is ageless god has been existing before time he's is he's before time ah, there's no pdc says 
before time outside of time i can't remember how my process is but like it's before time so when when you were created god god already existed thousands of centuries before that time so he was already but even as he was there he was like no something is just missing in this equation i need detail i need francis i oh, need someday i need i just need some i need this person and what did he do he gave you himself hmm. the child was emphasizing on the selflessness of god and if you see the pastor was sharing he said everything that god tells you to do is for you and not for him I got one life, guys. When God says, give me the glory, He saying, give me the glory so that you will not run mad. Let me explain what I mean. Nebuchadnezzar, he was so pumped with all that he thought he amassed by his power. And what happened? He became crazy with pride, with self, what is it? Self, Oh, it was self-absorbed. I don't know the other word to use. And what did God do? God had to show him his place. Mind you, God, that that act that God did for him, Kadeza, because he was in love. Yes, it was. Because he was correcting him. Mm-hmm. He was on the wrong path. So everything that God is doing for you is for you. God gave himself for mm-hmm. you. Because he wanted you to have peace. He wanted you to have joy. He wanted you to live a life worth living. Hmm. So the the job of salvation is you didn't you didn't work for it. You did not have to earn it. Yeah. He dashed you. He just said, just take. Hmm. Just just take it. I love you. I love you too much. Take it. Like, wow guys, this is amazing, you know. I feel that even if we continue, we'll just be repeating the same thing because that's just what it is. You did nothing to earn it. God just gave you. I'm the beloved of Christ. I'm the beloved of Christ. Wow. I'm saying I'm the beloved of Christ. I am loved no matter what. God's love for me is unending and it is endless and boundless. And do you know what this means? Remember we, we read that poem that Christ is the first begotten. So he's no longer the only begotten son. I'm hey, 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 hey. Jesus is my elder See brother. Like, guys, oh. I'm now in the equation. There's not the first begotten and the second begotten. I the beloved of Christ. Wow. So when Jesus looks at me, this is my beloved daughter. I know I'm well pleased. You know. He's pleased with me. He doesn't see all that Ah. you think that he sees. He doesn't see the sins or what you think are sins. He doesn't see what you think are flaws. When he looks at you, he just sees that perfect person that he created. That person that is deserving of every love. Let me share something with you. I was, some years ago, I was fellowshipping with God. And I, I was just thinking about some things that are done in that space of time with Abba. Hey, hey, Kaya. <laughs> I was fellowshipping with my in daddy. In house, guys. In house. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> anyway, let's stay focused. We want, we stay focused. So, guys, I was, I was just fellowshipping with Abba. And then, I was just thinking, I'd, I'd done some things in that period, and I was just, I was asking God, I was like, God, am I, like, why exactly do you even love me? Am I even worthy of your love? And I just heard the Holy Spirit tell me, you are worthy. Even after I heard that, I did not still fully understand it. I understood what that sentence meant this year, and that experience, I had it last two years. Mm. 
Imagine, wow. When I heard it, I was like, whoosh, I'm worthy. But some days after I went back, I was like, ah, oh, God, why do you even love me? Like, why? You know, we, sometimes we just find reasons. Reasons that God does not see. Hmm. God, maybe you, you, you spoke wrongly about someone, you're like, God can't love me because of what I've done. Fam, you are loved regardless. And because of this love, God puts you in the consciousness of, in that consciousness that when you do something wrong, you have the Holy Spirit that will mm-hmm. convict you and tell you that you don't even think that you did something, something wrong. Something wrong. Shows that the Holy Spirit is at work in you. Fam. Amazing. It's my brother that always says this, fam. I don't know, like, and it has entered me. But really, God doesn't see your sins anymore, guys. Everything. Everything that you could possibly do, he has foreseen it. Yes. And he already hung it on the cross. And he covered it with the blood of Jesus. He took away everything that you think should keep you apart. But the devil is a bastard. He will want you to feel that you are still in that in that thing and he cannot be forgiven. True. Every mistake that you make should bring you closer to God. Let me explain what I mean. We said that the Holy Spirit is in you, convicting you of the wrong things that you are doing or that you've done. And when he does this, he stares up in you that remorseful and that that broken that brokenness that makes you go down to receive the forgiveness. Now, listen, we don't ask for forgiveness of sins. We receive it. Why? Because God already gave it to us. Yeah. When Jesus died and he nailed everything to the cross. God, God did not. He didn't nail. He didn't. He didn't nail forgiveness. He didn't nail the sins of two thousand years ago to the cross. He nailed the sins of two thousand and forty. The things that you mind that you that you feel you will do wrong in twenty ninety. Well, they've already been. They've already been cleansed and they've already been accounted for two thousand over two thousand years ago. So everything that you're doing, work in the consciousness that you have the spirit of God inside of you, and that. There is nothing that you do that that will make God kick you out of out of His family. Huh. You are a part of God's family, and that can never change. Yes. See, God's God's arms are always open. Mm-hmm. God doesn't God doesn't choose to be loved this moment, and then He chooses to be hated the next. Mm-hmm. You are loved for life, mm-hmm. for eternity, guys. It's just amazing. That's really really beautiful. And for as many of us that are listening this evening, and you still don't understand what we are talking about because you've not received that life, the Bible says that with believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, that is when you receive eternal life. All you need to do is believe. That's the only requirement. The Bible says God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. And whosoever believes, not whatsoever you've done, whosoever believes would not perish but have everlasting life. So it's not whatsoever you've done. The criteria is to believe. Just believe. By believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth that Jesus is your Lord and Savior, you have eternal life. All that we have said today cannot be fully expressed in you if you've not believed in your heart and confessed with your mouth 
That's all that it requires. And it's even Jesus that helps you to believe. It's Jesus that helps you to receive. So it's not by your works. You're not, you're not doing it with your understanding. You are doing it in faith. Just believing and saying it with your mouth is enough to seal you for the rest of your life. That's, that's how selfless, that's how selfless God is. That's how loving God is. That is even the, the gift of salvation, when you receive it, it's not by yourself that you receive it. It's by the Spirit of God in you. So if there's any of you listening tonight, if there's anyone listening to our voices tonight that has been blessed, but you still feel that stirring in your heart, you still feel the need to, you know, just confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You can bow your heads wherever you are and just say with us, Dear Jesus, I've heard your word today. Thank you for bringing me to this program. Thank you for your love. Thank you for everything that you've done for me. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe that you died. I believe that you were buried. I believe that you rose on the third day for me. I believe that you want to dwell in me. Thank you for dwelling in me. Thank you for coming for me. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Help me to be a better person and help me to continually learn of you, continually hear of your word in Jesus' name. It's as simple as that. It's as easy as that. Ah, Welcome to the family. Welcome, 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 guys. So if you want to know if you want to know more about the faith if you want to know more about everything we've been talking about you can actually reach reach out to us we're very accessible yes Frances, right yes we are you can just you can text us just text us on at the zoe radio underscore on instagram and even on twitter and if you see once you send a message we'll definitely respond yeah. or you can reach out to us on our email right yeah by our email radio at gmail.com yes yes so, or you can send a message you. also you can send a message to zero eight zero seven five two five zero six six eight that's the number to call zero eight zero seven five two five zero six six eight just text us, just send us a message today and let's just let's just share the word of God together and let's just enjoy the sonship that we have received. Hallelujah. We are sons and that is a permanent status, status. Glory. It cannot Glory. change guys. You are loved. And your God, God's love for you is not determined by what you've done for him. It's determined by his love for you, which is endless. Hallelujah. That, that, that might not really make sense, but that's just what it is. You know, you cannot really understand the love of God by yourself. You can only understand by the Spirit of God because it's too deep. Glory. But now you've received, you've received Christ. Woo! So you have understanding of all things. Hallelujah. Amen. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. This is the end of today's program. I really hope you guys had so much fun. We had so much fun. Yes, we, we had did. so much fun, and we're so grateful to God for just like taking control and just leading us in the way that we went and that we should go yeah. so guys don't forget to send us a message at the zoe radio underscore instagram and on twitter please do well to follow us as well so you can be updated with everything that is going on like with the zoe radio and and all yes guys i always do this <laughs> this is the end of this program again but you guys just have fun good night good morning wherever you are bye 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 and Please be sure to tune in next week Thursday again. Yeah. We're going to be talking about something amazing. No, 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 no. I'm going to it's a cliffhanger. I'm not going to tell you, but come and find <laughs> out that day. But anyways, guys, be good. Love like God because you have the capacity and the grace to do so. God loves you. You are loved and it is for life. Eternity. In Jesus' name.
Amen. Amen. Till then, till next week, have fun. Be good. Let me go now. It's fine. Let me just go. Take care, guys. <laughs> Said I woke up to the summer shining through. Calling on my friends, asking what's the move. Feeling.